0: On the Newman Jets Audio Network, this is the JetCast, the official podcast of Newman University Athletics, featuring exclusive interviews with coaches, players, administrators, and more. The JetCast podcast is brought to you by Ascension Via Christi, Donlinger Construction, Mel Hambledon Ford, Eck Agency, Dr. Brennan Lucas and Advanced Orthopedic Associates, Keystone Solid Surfaces, Big Corner Creative, Pepsi, and by... I cryo recovery and wellness. Here's the voice of the Newman Jets, like Krebs. The Newman softball program has just two weeks left in the regular season, but still 10 games left to play for the Navy and Red as the Jets try to make their first MIAA tournament appearance. Coach Andrea Gustafson is back on the Jetcast. Coach G, it is always great to have you aboard. Thanks so much for the time. Thanks for having me. Well, last weekend at number eight, Rogers State at NSU when you're going to play the defending national champions that's probably something that always kind of gets circled on the calendar i'm sure it was circled for them after you guys beat them in a walk-off win last year Um, but that's never an easy assignment anywhere that you have to play the Hillcats, whether it's wichita claremore or any point in between Uh, how do you think that the weekend went against uh, roger state and northeastern state
1: um, you know, I really thought that we showed up to play against Rogers State. Um, we came out first inning, bats bats going. We scored a couple runs. Um, we scored a couple runs, I believe, in the second or third inning as well. Um, we eventually knocked out their number one pitcher. Uh, but unfortunately, their bats came out as well. <laughs> as well and... Um, they were hitting on all cylinders, and we just we kind of couldn't keep up with that.
0: Well, and in the second game, or the second doubleheader, I should say, much like the first doubleheader, you guys didn't come out with maybe the game one that you wanted against the Riverhawks, but it was closer in the second game. So what did you think about how you guys played against Northeastern State and Tahlequah?
1: Um, you know, the, the first game we got down 5 to nothing in the first inning, and that's it's always tough to try and – keep a minute, you know, saying, hey, you know, we still got an entire game left to play. We got to get our bats going. Um, I don't think we were having bad at-bats at necessarily. Um, we just couldn't really get anything going that first game. so So it was kind of rough. The second game, I thought we came out a little bit better offensively and... Um, You know, we put ourselves in a position to win, and and once again, you know, their bats kind of came around towards the end of the game, and, and unfortunately, we came out on the losing end.
0: So you guys improved from each game in the doubleheader. I know that's something you've talked about with us on this show is working on the pitching. Do you feel like you've been seeing improvements from the pitching compared to the first game of the year to now, Do you think those pitchers have started to try to figure some things out?
1: I think so. Um, You know, one thing we struggle with here on our team is getting all three aspects of the game together at once. Yeah, Um, you've
0: mentioned that in the past. I
1: I feel like, you know, when our pitchers tend to be on, you know, maybe our bats aren't going or our defense isn't there. Um, You know, lately I feel like our hitting's been pretty well. And and we had some good pitching um, last week as well. But this week, you know, our pitching kind of was was off a little bit. I thought our defensively we, we played. Like, once again, it's just trying to put everything together. Well, and you know, you've we been
0: a part of those teams in the past as a player, and certainly when you were coaching at the JUCO ranks, you had a lot of really good teams. What's the hallmark of a team that can consistently play in all three phases of the game and play well?
1: I think uh, the teams that, that tend to be the best teams are the teams that get consistent pitching and consistent defense. Um, you know, obviously scoring runs is fun. Um, it is. But sometimes, I mean, if you're having to score too many runs, a lot of runs, I mean, it's hard to to keep up with that at times because, you know, we all know hitters, you know, you have your good days and you have your bad days. Same with everything else, I guess, too. But um, it's, it's a lot easier when you get consistent pitching and consistent defense and then your hitters can kind of come around and, um, you know, hit the way that they need to.
0: Coming up on the show, we'll talk with Lori Cook, a shortstop off of this Newman team. The Jets are in action. We're recording this early. And so as you are watching this, the Jets are actually on their way, probably just arriving in Emporia to play the Emporia State Hornets today for a three o'clock doubleheader. And then the Jets are going to be at home a ton to end the season. So if you haven't been out to NU softball field, uh, Jets are the only game in town. Not many home events left for Newman to, uh, to end the season. So hope that you'll come out and enjoy some Jets softball this weekend and next weekend. But the Jets are in action in just a couple of hours. You can watch that game, uh, the doubleheader against Emporia State on the MIAA Network. You guys on the season are hitting 272 as a team. And it feels like even though you maybe didn't get the run production that you wanted in terms of getting base hits, it seemed like you guys hit the ball pretty decently against a couple of pitching staffs that I know that you have a lot of respect for. Talk about the improvement in the bats and what you saw last weekend in terms of the offense.
1: Yeah, I think the last couple weeks our hitting has really come around. And um, I think it's just, you know, the girls are, are focusing more on uh, hitting the ball up the middle, letting, letting it travel deeper into the zone, hitting it up to the middle opposite way, um, instead of trying to be so anxious and pulling everything. And um, you can really see it on the field, you know, them them. Getting the confidence they need when they go up to bat.
0: Well, talking about confidence, you know, Lori Cook is second on your team in average, and she's just kind of been steady as she goes. She hit three twenty last year. She's hitting three ten this year. She's second on your team in batting average. What does Lori Cook bring to this team?
1: Um, she, her overall knowledge of softball. Um, she has a very high softball IQ. Um, she she runs the bases extremely well. Always looks to take advantage of other teams' mistakes. Um, she's she's got some speed. Um, She makes some really difficult plays at shortstop look fairly easy. Um, So I love the way that she plays shortstop. Uh, She's just a kid that plays hard and... Um, you know, we love having her
0: out there. Well, Talk about this senior class that you're going to be saying goodbye to. This will be the last time that we have you on the show for this year. But you've got a senior class. Obviously, want to send them out the right way. Also want to ask you, what day is Senior Day? When are you actually going to have that ceremony this year?
1: Um, that will be the Saturday against Pitt State. I believe that's the last game. Right? Yeah, that should be the <laughs> What's last the date? game. I don't know the date. but I it's... believe
0: that's the twenty. It should be the 29th. It okay, should be the yes. 29th.
1: Saturday the 29th against Pitt State.
0: Okay, so then that it's good. that's a one o'clock doubleheader. Yes. And will that be, I'm assuming, before game one? Yes. We'll okay. Do it before game so one. before game one, if you want to get out, last day of the regular season against Pittsburgh State. Hopefully the Jets are in a situation to try to win their way into the MIAA tournament. Either way, I know the ladies would love to see you out there supporting the Navy in Red in several of the home games coming up to end the season at home. But what's the senior class meant to you uh, here? This will be, you know, maybe the first senior class. If they came in in 2019, your first full senior class, obviously, you know, you didn't come in planning on uh, coronavirus and all that stuff that happened. But um, what's this class meant to you?
1: Um, You know, they've really been, you know, the class that has kind of helped trying to get this program going in the right direction um you know when I when I got here Jaylee Conkle um she was recruited by the former coach but she was a freshman so you know she's she's my kid sure um she's been you know someone that works hard every day in practice um you know has has a good attitude looks to to bring a lot of um knowledge to the game to the to the rest of the team um we have Megan Walls um a left-handed pitcher um who I brought in actually to Garden City Community College, and then she came here after her freshman year. Um, she's a competitor, um, you know. I know she hasn't quite had the season that she wanted, um, but I know we still have some time, and I'm hopeful that we can, you know, end, some, end it good for her, you know, because she's she's a competitive kid, and there's nothing more that I want than to win some games for her, especially with her on the mound. Um, and then we have two kids that we brought in from California um, that went to San. So, oh, Mount San Antonio Community College in California, and then they were at California Marymount last year. The school closed down, so those two are here this year, Hannah Mendez and Alexis Diaz. Um, just great human beings. Uh, they work hard every day in practice. Great teammates. Love having them around. Um, and just the energy and enthusiasm and work ethic they 've brought to this program has been huge, and, and we 're going to miss them as well
0: when How did that come about? because obviously, whenever there is a you know opportunity to go and play sports, you know you kind of just take it for granted that it 's going to be there for you the entire time, but you know as we 've seen and, and you know this happens more often than you 'd probably like it to happen but athletic programs do shut down mm-hmm. and when you are I mean you were a student athlete I mean I it, yeah i'm sure that you can empathize with if oregon not that oregon was ever going to shut down softball but to have that part of your identity kind of ripped away from you how did that come about to get them here to wichita
1: oh i think that if that would have happened to me you know right before my senior i probably would have been devastated and i you know and i think they probably were
0: understandably so
1: um you know they they thought they had their whole college career path planned out and then the summer before their senior year the spring before their senior year you know they find out that the school's closing down um Um, But anyway, some of our admission reps were out there, and they got their information, and I contacted them, and, um, you know, they were great kids on the phone. I talked to their coaches, and their coaches were like, you will never find better human beings, better kids, better teammates, and... Um, Those coaches were right because I love those kids and and just everything that they bring to our
0: team every day. Well, you've mentioned a chance here to win some games, and softball is very interesting because even though you only have two weeks left on the calendar, you still have 10 games left to play in the MIAA. So, you know, playing those double headers every single time, Mm -hmm. uh, it adds up pretty quickly. And so you can get on a run pretty quickly if Mm -hmm. you start playing well. So how do you kind of attack this with your team to get them to realize, like, you know, not where we want to be in the standings right now but you play the way that you're capable of playing you can make up a lot of places pretty fast
1: yeah um you know the teams that we have left are are pretty much sitting there right in the middle of the conference Mm -hmm. um it's kind of like a log jam there and you know i feel like we can go out there and and we can get something rolling and You know, we can find a way to knock them off and put ourselves in that position. So we're kind of right there in the middle. Well,
0: yeah, part of the reason like maybe your record isn't where you'd like it to be is it seems like for the most part to this point in the season, you guys have had one of the more difficult schedules in the MIAA. You've played most of the top tier conference teams you've already played. And so last thing for you, you've got an Emporia State team here that you'll be playing once again. That game is going to start at three o'clock just after you watch or listen to this today. And you can watch on the MIAA network at 3. 3 o'clock, but this is an Emporia State Lady Hornet team that's 9-9 and 9 in the MIAA. They're in that log jam. How do you try to slow them down and get yourself into that log jam headed into the last weekend of the season?
1: You know, I think tomorrow um, we need to show up the same way we did against Roger State offensively. Um, we, I mean, we showed up ready to play and um, I think it's important that we come out aggressive tomorrow. Um, you know, go after good pitches and be aggressive with those pitches. Uh, be confident defensively and you know, pitching wise, come out there and, and get us some ground balls and um, let us help them make some plays on defense. And I think we could be in a good position.
0: Coach G and and the Jets are going to be out there tomorrow. Once again, as you're watching this, it is later today at 3 o'clock and you can watch the game on the MIAA network. And then after that, the Jets are at home. Every single game the rest of the year after this will be at home this Friday, this Saturday, next Friday, next Saturday. It's all at NU Softball Field and hope you'll join the Jets for Senior Day on the 29th before the Pittsburgh State Series. They'll do that just before game one. Coach Gustafson, good luck to you tomorrow. Thank you. We'll be back. Back and we'll talk with Coach uh, Lori Cook, a sophomore shortstop on this Newman's Jet softball team, when we return on the JetCast.
2: Hey, boss, the backhoe was stolen from the Valley job. Great. And our computers were hacked last night, and they got some of our clients' information. Seriously? And your wife called. She said the dead tree you were supposed to tear down fell on your neighbor's roof. Ah. Uh.
1: What am I going to do?
2: I'd call Eck Agency. They're great at providing insurance solutions to protect your business, work comp, home, and autos before these things happen. Call or text Eck Agency at 316-303-1905 or visit EckAgency.com.
0: Donlinger Construction is currently hiring qualified CDLA truck drivers, heavy equipment operators, and heavy civil concrete carpenters for projects in and around the Wichita metro area. Donlinger Construction is employee-owned and offers competitive weekly pay and benefits. Quick start your new career and apply online at donlinger.biz. That's D-O-N-D-L-I-N-G-E-R dot B-I-Z. Donlinger Construction is an EEO-compliant employer. Veterans, women, and minorities encouraged to apply. Welcome back here on the JetCast, talking a little bit of softball, as it's hard to believe, like, like I said in the first segment, there's so many games still left to play for the softball team, even though we're less than a month left in the season. Lori Cook joins us, a sophomore out of Corman, California, shortstop most of the time for the Jets in her second season here at Newman. She's hitting three ten and she is leading Newman on the season with three triples on the year. Lori Thanks so much for being a part of the show. Really appreciate it.
2: Thank you for having me.
0: Well, last weekend obviously didn't know it didn't go the way that you guys would have liked it to go on, but you know, what were your takeaways from last weekend for the Jets in terms of softball?
2: Um, last weekend, I would say we definitely offensively hit a lot better than we have been this entire season. I mean, against Roger's State, we definitely prepared for that outside pitch and you know going with it and speed wise I think we hit I think we hit them really well even though you know scores don't really show that but yeah I think we hit really well
0: so what is the team mindset right now because obviously you know you guys are not where you would have hoped to have been at this point in the season but You guys aren't out of the running yet. There's still a lot of time in terms of being able to pick up because you guys play so many games. You know, you guys can pick up games in the standings pretty quickly if you play well. So what's the mindset of the team like right now?
2: Um, The mindset, uh, our girls have taken it to basically just go out there and compete. We're not trying to do too much, you know, just go out there, play how we play, and, you know, we'll see what it it brings us.
0: Well, you guys – uh, obviously like i like I said, I talked to a couple of your teammates, talked to Anisa earlier in the season. You guys had very high hopes for this season, and you know not that you guys are you know just throwing away the season because it hasn 't gone the way that you wanted to, but how do you stay positive being at this point in the season where maybe your record's not quite where you had hoped it would have been
2: um, Just keep putting in that work and hoping that we 'll get something out of it I mean. Records are records, and they don't truthfully show how well of a team we are. So, yeah, I think just keep doing it for ourselves.
0: What is your secret? Because you've been extremely consistent in your Jet career. Last year you hit three twenty. This year you're hitting three ten. So you're right there within 10 points of what you always do. How do you stay so consistent?
2: Um, I mean, I did hit a little bit of a slump in the beginning of the season, but I've just – learn to keep working through it and no matter the outcome whether it's an outcome that i want or don't want um, i always have takeaways from my at bats from fielding always something to learn from always something that i can prove upon and
0: well it's it's the same thing you know like they always say that baseball and softball is a game of failure i mean you you know you're going to go up there and if you're excellent excellent hitter you're going to get out probably 60% of the time. So it's it's definitely different than other sports where, you know, in, in basketball you can hit half your shots or you can make 90% of your free throws. You know, it's, it's hard to do anything over half the time in baseball and softball, isn't it?
2: Right, yes, 100%.
0: Lori Cook is joining us here. How did you get into softball originally?
2: Um, what, so what drew
0: you to the sport?
2: My mom definitely played softball. She had a big part of it. My dad grew up playing baseball, and, yeah, they basically just handed me a bat and glove when I was five and said, here, I've
0: had it. <laughs> and it took to it very naturally. What do you think is your strength in terms of your softball game?
2: Um, I would say my dedication and love for the sport. I've kind of gone through a roller coaster of, like, trying to find that love for the sport again. And, you know, I finally found it again. So it's, re- it's really been pushing me
0: what because it's interesting because there's a lot of you're not the only person that's had that happen where you'll be going along and i mean this can happen to like people who are really elite and you'll get that situation where you'll look out there and there'll be that person and you'll look at all their accomplishments and they'll say, Oh, well I'm quitting or I'm not going to keep playing. I'm tired. And people will look and say, Oh, how can you be tired? Look at how good you are. Look at everything that you, that you've done, but it, it absolutely can happen. How do you Mm -hmm. try to, how did you experience that burnout and how did you overcome that burnout? How did you find your love for the game again?
2: Um, I would say experiencing that burnout. It, at times can definitely get mentally exhausting. So having to take a step back and, you know, do some things for myself, make sure that I'm okay first. And then, you know, once I'm feeling up to it, going back to it and, you know, really finding that love again.
0: Well, and how... Difficult is it to do all that as a student athlete because, you know, you've got I don't know if you're working, but there are several people like you that have a job or maybe a couple, maybe a job and a side job Mm -hmm. or even if you're just here. If, if everything's paid for you've still got all your classes probably some internships trying to have you know just a normal college experience of doing stuff that doesn't involve classes or you know playing softball but then also putting softball on on top of that how do you try to put all that together you know in this division two they call it life in the balance and all that i don't sure how balanced it actually is <laughs> yeah. but you know with all the stuff that you guys get asked of but you know there's a lot of demands on your time how do you keep it all straight
2: Um, Definitely surrounding myself with the right people. I have a lot of very motivating and supportive teammates and teammates that are Uh, live with as well so that's been a really big help I would say
0: so moving forward now as a team as you look ahead here to these last couple of weeks of the season how do you guys do that we talked about you said you know the girls are still staying pretty positive at this point you've got a couple of weeks left with a chance to make the miaa tournament how do you guys move forward as a team to give yourself the best chance to make a run here down the stretch
2: um, I mean, like you said, just stay positive, keep putting in that work and, you know, realize that we're a team that's bigger than, you know, our record. Like we have a lot of talent and, you know, just keep trying to put it all together.
0: As I mentioned here, so we're recording this early but the Jets she's actually going to be playing today it's a three o'clock double header on the road against the Emporia State Hornets Emporia State coming into this week about nine and nine they're about 500 in MIAA play coming in what do you know about Emporia State what's it going to take to go up there and take a couple from the Hornets
2: um I believe Emporia State is about maybe the same level as us um I think that we can definitely take them from games that I've watched in previous tournaments. Um, Yeah, just go out there, be aggressive, and leave it all all on the field.
0: The Jets are actually going to be at home a ton here the next few weeks. So if you have a chance to get over to NU Softball Field, they are at home the next couple of weekends. And so Senior Day, even though the baseball team had it before Easter, there's still a lot of opportunity to come and see the young ladies in Navy and Red. Plenty more Diamond sports coming up here at Newman for the next couple of weeks. But as I mentioned, today they are on the road. First pitch here in a couple of hours, scheduled for 3 o'clock up in Emporia today. And you can watch that game on the MIAA Network. Jets are back at home the next Two weekends to end the regular season. Lori Cook, sophomore out of California. Best of luck to you and the Jets here to wrap up the season. Thanks so much for the time.
2: Thank you so much.
0: We'll talk some tennis. The women's tennis team coming just short of the MIAA Championships. Amber Hands will join us next to wrap up the JetCast. Let's face it, it's been a while since you updated your kitchen and bathroom. And while they fit your style when your house was built, styles change. Or maybe the space just isn't fitting your current needs. That's where Keystone Solid Surfaces comes in. Keystone is the premier fabricator and installer of quartz, granite, and solid surfaces in Kansas. And with their huge, brand-new showroom at 1655 North Wabash in Wichita, providing the perfect inspiration, the possibilities are truly endless. That's why when it's time for an upgrade, the key is Keystone. Keystonesolidsurfaces.com or find great specials on Facebook.
3: Hi, this is Joanna Pryor, Director of Athletics at Newman University. Follow the Jets all season long by downloading the free Newman Athletics app. Get live schedules, stats, rosters, and access to live play-by-play coverage on the Newman Jets Audio Network by downloading the Newman Athletics app today. Download the Newman Athletics app for free on Google Play or the App Store. And don't miss a single moment of Jet Power this season.
0: Wrapping up this episode of the Jetcast it's hard to believe that 2022-2023 is already almost in the books. We've only got one show left this season. We're wrapping up with women's tennis today. The women's tennis team finishing just one spot out of the miaa Championships. Junior Amber Hans from Amarillo, Texas actually graduating early and so just played her final matches for Newman as the Jets finished just one spot out of the miaa Championships. Amber Thanks so much for the time. Really appreciate having you on the show.
3: Yeah, thank you for having me.
0: Well, a season coming to an end, kind of a career coming to an end for you. I know that, man, you guys needed one more win to get in, but two very tough opponents. How do you feel like the last weekend went for you personally and for the team?
3: Um, We had a really great showing on Friday. Um, We came in. We were definitely the underdogs, and um, coming out, everyone fought so hard, and we were right there at 3-all, and unfortunately it came down to my match in the tiebreaker and i was unable to pull it out um but i wouldn't trade those opportunities and those challenges for anything i mean i enjoyed the competitiveness and uh that more than anything, especially with like the teammates on the fence, us yelling, like screaming our heads off. I mean, everyone thinks like tennis is this clap clap sport, but <laughs> yeah. like like we're out there and like you can hear us yelling from like miles away. So college it, tennis yeah. is
0: definitely it's if you watch a lot of the majors, you know, Wimbledon, the French Open, you know US Open can get a little bit rowdy, but you know, it's there's a lot, you know, be quiet during the point and all that. If you watch college tennis, it's It's a much different atmosphere. What drew you into college tennis and and decided that you wanted to play tennis as part of your college experience?
3: So coming from Texas, uh, tennis is actually one of the major sports. Um, It's way more competitive than it is in Kansas. Mm -hmm. And we play year-round. And I grew up having like Uh, men and women play together or so I'm used to having the guys on the side like screaming yelling barking like like that's something (laughs) I'd grown up with and like it just drives you to like the fire to want to win and compete and to like love doing it and I'm really glad I was able to continue that in college and like that's what I wanted to do and I've been really blessed with that opportunity.
0: Well, and you mentioned, you know, coming up just a little bit short, and Coach Augsburger has said that in a lot of these last two weekends, she talked about the losses last weekend against Washburn. She said, you know, even though it was a loss for us, I really didn't feel bad about how we performed at all because he said you know she said Washburn is so good and the the Ichabods are great in men's women and women's tennis they've been good for a really long time in the MIAA but she talked about how hard that you girls fought and that you went out there without having any kind of fear of Washburn so how does it feel for you to step up and you know not shrink in the moment which can happen in tennis but you know sometimes you go out there and the other player is just a little bit better than you are.
3: Yeah, sometimes it, uh, you can fight all you want and if the other player is better that day, I mean, that's how the cookie crumbles, but um, there's no fear. There's like, especially with this being like my last season, um, there's just really a joy and um just like staying in the moment with it.
0: So you're listed as a junior, but graduating early. Yes, sir. So uh, what are the graduation plans? What are are you graduating in? What are the plans after graduation?
3: So I'm graduating uh, as a biology major with a concentration in pre-medicine. uh did it early in three years and we are starting our application process to go to med school
0: okay so that's what's up next. so i mean people will look and say boy you so you played tennis and you did you know pre-biology or pre-medicine and you did it in three years how in the world did you get that done (laughs)
3: um sometimes it it was a struggle um i it was definitely crazy um think about going to a 6 a.m. practice, um, class 8 to 5 o'clock with labs. And then I actually would end up going to another practice, yeah. again, um, even though Shella was like, you don't have to, but I wanted to be out there. So, <laughs> sure. so that was my routine every day for the past uh, couple of years.
0: How do you keep yourself, you know, just like organized mentally of, okay, this is what I'm doing during these hours. Not only that, but how do you keep yourself awake?
3: Um, so, drank a lot of coffee. Sure. And um, Alani's, I think they should sponsor uh, college students. We drank a lot of those. Um, okay. But I've always been a very structured person, and you have to look at it with, like, this end goal and optimism and, like, know that, like, we want to accomplish things, that, like, we're going places in life, and to get there, we have to work hard. So
0: I want to ask you about, since you were graduating, Uh, I'm assuming that you were allowed to participate in the senior day. So I want you to talk uh, about some of the other girls. I know that Lauren Esfeld was one of them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, since you're a junior, maybe I don't know of every single person that was graduating off of this year's team, but talk about your class of 2023 and these ladies that are leaving the program and and what they mean to you.
3: Well, this senior day, um, we're losing me and three other girls, uh, Girl seniors and uh, last year we only lost one so uh, as for uh, i mean lauren is the the like the brains behind the operation she's <laughs> always there like helping shella or she's come to my court so many times when i'm like lauren there's like no like i don't know what's going on and she, she's like okay amber here's the plan <laughs> and so she's had my back uh, my whole time here at newman um Isabella, she's one of the most fiery people, like, you'll ever meet, and I'm so glad we get to yell together. (laughs) And um, she's, her talent, I mean, think about hitting a tweener on, like, the most important shot of your entire match. I mean, and she just does it, and she executes it, and then she yells. It's, it's, like, she's wonderful. And uh, for Divya, uh, she came in uh, really tentative, like, scared of, like, uh, starting over. In college tennis and she has grown so much and i'm really glad we've got to like create a relationship and like she's we call her she's my fellow big dog and i'm her fellow big dog so that's like our saying together and just overall it was a really bittersweet moment and um but it was full of a lot of joy Well,
0: and do you feel like tennis is something, you know, because tennis is a sport that, you know, people will play after college and into their 30s and 40s. Do you feel like tennis is going to be something that is a part of your life as you move forward? 100%.
3: um, I'll I tend to coach little kids, like, in the summers okay. and stuff. So that's always going to be there for me. Um, I coach my sister whether she wants me or to or not. She plays in high school. <laughs> um, it's always going to be there. And, like, the tennis team we joke about, they're like, oh, we're all going to see Amber in, like, 30 years. And she's going to be on the tennis court. And we're all going to be going, oh, that's that's her. So, yeah. like, it's never going to go anywhere for me. But um, it's never going to mean the same. Like, the competitive spirit and, like, playing for, like the camaraderie as our team, but um, it's always going to be there for me.
0: Well, uh, I guess I'll make this your last question. What would you tell the ladies who are coming back in in terms of trying to take this you know, coming so close, trying to turn that into motivation and then making improvements in the off season, so that they can make sure that they do get that same experience that you have of making sure that they know they left it all out there and hopefully making it back to the MIAA championships next year.
3: Yeah, I would love to see that for the girls. Um, all of my uh, all of my lower class friends like the future is so bright and there's so much growth to come in and like we can only go up from here and um my biggest advice is what my dad would always tell me he said even if you're losing make that other person regret beating you. So you make them so tired that they wish they had not beat you. So, like, that's what I always tell myself. So, like, I could be down and I'm like, okay, well, you're going to have to hit 20 balls and you're going to be so tired, you're going to regret trying. And so, like, you just put that on your other opponent and, like, you just stick with it. Like, just sink your teeth in and grit it out. Like, like. Kind There's of like so a, much growth. It's a Rafael yeah.
0: Nadal kind of mindset, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah.
3: Yes. Is, is that, everything. Everything. Is yeah. that...
0: Is, is is he one of the players that you kind of, you know, hard for anybody to model their game with the spin rate that he gets on the right. ball. He's such an incredible, flexible athlete, does everything, but is he somebody that you kind of look up to who it's, who's somebody that you said, you know what, that guy or that lady, that's who I want to be to pattern my game after.
3: So um, I am a flat hitter. So I am nothing like Nadal in that <laughs> sense, sure. but uh, the mental and the, like the grit and like, I'm going to get every single thing back that that's, that's like my ideal, Oh, and um uh he's fantastic so is Alcaraz with his variation so i would like to say like those two are top models for like my tennis and like being mentally tough right sure there.
0: Yeah, the, yeah the spaniards have been doing very very well here recently <laughs> yes. in tennis that's for sure well three years you're done congratulations best mm-hmm. of luck to you in your future endeavors and uh, thanks for being a newman jet really appreciate yeah.
3: it yeah I'm glad
0: I was. We're glad that you were as well. (laughs) That is our show for this week. Once again, we've only got one show left. It is hard to believe. We're coming back next week for our last show of the year. Next week, we will have Joanna Pryor, athletic director on for Newman, and we'll also introduce to you our new men's soccer coach. That's coming up next week. So until then, Blake Crips in Wichita saying, go Jets.